is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Apocalypse Now here on a Thursday night. And yes, we are back doing live here on a Thursday evening. And there's a good reason why. Um, we are here to talk some massive, massive news that happened uh, just a short time ago at the Disney Investor Day. Um, and all kinds of craziness, chaotic stuff happened. And we're here to break it all down. Um, it is the crew. It is myself, Jake Berlin. I am your host for tonight. Jacob Bartley will be with us. Um, he's running just a tad bit late. He's got some stuff going on because we are starting a little bit early. As you can tell, it's not our normal time, but um, you know, some things happen on Thursday when it gets wild. And then we have Mr. Brian Avalicino right there on the right-hand side. And below him, Mr. Gio Ramos. And joining the show for the very first time is Mr. Billy Polyhan? Polyhan. Um, oh, everyone's muted. Oh, there we go. There we go. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. There we go. I was waiting to see how long we would go with this whole episode could have just been you. Like, honestly, you would have been totally fine with it. I mean, I would have. But I'm here to talk with you guys because we have a lot of cool things to talk about. But before we get to that, how's everybody doing? How was everyone's Thursday? Thursday evening, Thursday, weekend's almost here. I am. Go ahead, Gio. Overwhelmed. (laughs) That's a good call. call. I'm currently putting food in my body so I stop shaking from excitement. That's fair. Yeah, just like we're drinking whiskey. Oh, are you? It's a calming thing. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's not a good thing to say. Um, <laughs> Billy, I love your shirt, man. Yeah, thanks. Love thanks. your shirt. Actually not planned, but it just worked <laughs> out perfectly. Is that Cobra Kai? It is Cobra Kai. Nice. It's perfect. Um Stacy, what's up? Thank you for joining us. Uh, to everybody else watching as well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Good day. Uh, so the way it's going to work today, um, or tonight I should say, we're going to get to Star Wars, we're going to get to Marvel, and then we're going to get to some Disney slash Lucasfilm stuff that's not those kind of properties towards the end. Um, so we're going to we're gonna kind of break it up in sections. I'm going to kind of run through what was announced, and then we're just going to have an open discussion about things that we're most excited about, reactions to this title being announced, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that'll kind of be the process as we go on throughout the night. But before we get to that... I do want to reveal our watch along that's happening next week. Um, we did a poll uh, that's been going on for the last two weeks or so, and we had five movies to choose from. Um, and we're going to be doing our watch along next Thursday, which is the 17th. Uh, and the five movies that were of choice for this month were uh, Galaxy Quest, GoldenEye, Iron Man 3, Small Soldiers, and Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. Um, now, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, no one knows what's what is one, correct? I don't. Uh, no, I I kind of forgot that that was going on. Me too. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, all right. So here here are the results. So it was actually a very close race until recently. Um, we had over eighty votes come in, and the ultimate winner with a thirty eight percent, an overwhelming victory, was none other than Galaxy. Galaxy Quest, of course, and I said it when when it was announced by Jacob, and he'll be very excited when he pops in here and he knows. Um, the poll, it was instantly won the second this movie was announced. As much yep. as I want to say something like Small Soldiers or, uh, or Goldeneye. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Perfect. nice. I, oh I would have loved to have seen Small Soldiers or Goldeneye or any of those other movies, but it, it was always going to be Galaxy Quest. And so next Thursday um, at 7 o'clock, which may change to 6 o'clock, um, just stay tuned for that. Uh, next Thursday, we'll be hanging out and watching uh, Galaxy Quest. I'm Stop curious. Here. What came in second? 
Oh, okay. So second, here, here's the breakdown. Uh, Small Soldiers had 22%, came in second. Iron Man 3 was 18. Uh, and then tied with 10% were Star Trek 2 and GoldenEye. Dang. Wow, Small Soldiers second. Yeah. A lot of people are small What's going on, guys? Is that Marvel fatigue setting in? Oh, yeah, no love for Iron Man three. Here we go. Oh, here you guys, we go. Hey, Billy, I have to tell you about uh, the voting poll and Snyder Cut later on. Okay, okay. it's, it's, it's yeah, a funny I'm story. Surprised that you guys aren't going to watch Batman vs Superman Ultimate Edition again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> vote on it. Vote on it, everyone. Okay. Hell yeah. Um. All right, gentlemen. Well, let's uh. Let's just stop pushing off the inevitable here, and let's let's get to the craziness that happened. Um, you know this this whole Disney Investor Day thing has been hyped up for the last week or so. It's been rumored and, and talked about how there were going to be some major reveals happening for this thing. Um, and then New York Times came out and said, "Yes, there's going to be reveals, but also Lucasfilm is going to change the future and and reveal a massive expansion of the Star Wars franchise." And boy, did that happen. Now, I'm going to run through everything that was announced. Um, and so the uh, the panel started off with Kathleen Kennedy coming on, and she was talking about The Mandalorian and everything loving about that. And then she led right into two properties, uh, two brand-new television shows that are being worked on by both John, John Favreau and Dave Filoni together. Um, and they're going to be working in the same timeline as The Mandalorian, and at one point, they will connect for a event, essentially, is what the MCU has done. They will, The three shows will come together for an event. And those two shows are Rangers of the Re of the New Republic, excuse me, and Ahsoka. Ahsoka is officially getting her live-action debut show. Um, it will be on Disney+, and it's awesome. Uh, super, super pumped about it. But that is followed up by some chaotic news throughout the, the uh, galaxy far, far away. So... We obviously know that Cass and Andor's show is in the works. It officially started filming. We got an actual logo about it, um, a really badass logo that the show is officially so called good. Andor. Awesome. It also came with a uh, behind-the-scenes sizzle reel showing some behind-the-scenes information from the cast and crew as well as some, uh, some small snippets of footage. Um, and then uh, that was followed up by a major announcement – of the Obi Wan series, which is officially titled Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, I just noticed the eye is his um, lightsaber. It is his lightsaber. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. We obviously know it's coming, but it is official. And uh, not just that, but Hayden Effing Christensen is going oh, yeah. to return as Darth Vader and as what Kathleen Kennedy describes as the battle of the century. Um, massive, massive, massive. Yes, Molly, uh, something big did happen. Kenobi wasn't the end of it because it kept coming and coming. And, and we thought Hayden Christensen coming back to Star Wars might be the biggest news to ever come out of, of the galaxy far, far away. But then this happened. A Rogue Squadron yep. from the DC Wonder Woman film director, Patty J. Yep. She will be tackling a brand new set of characters in Rogue Squadron. Um, after and we don't know when it, when it exactly will happen. I think that they said it's actually going to film next year, and then it'll come out in 2022. So the turnaround is actually very quick, um, and so that'll that'll probably take place directly after her press tour and everything is done for Wonder Woman 1984. Um, but as I told Brian earlier, I'm taking it. This is Top Gun in space, baby. This is Top Gun in space. Hey, that was my line. You're lying. You're lying. Um, Top Gun in space is coming from the director of Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984, which is big because she also revealed in a little teaser on her Twitter 
that she's actually the daughter of a fighter pilot, which is yep. really cool. We'll dive into that as well. Um, that is not outdone by a number, a number of other things, as well as a TV show called The Acolyte. Is taking place during the time period of the High Republic, the brand new Star Wars setting of books and comics that is coming out in just about a month or so. Um, we're going to be getting a Star Wars live action show set during that period. Uh, and again, once we get into these, we'll dive into the descriptions and everything like that. And that was followed up by the return of Donald Glover's <laughs> yes. Mando yes. with this awesome logo. Uh, a live action series um, on Disney Plus with Donald Glover returning as the character and possibly many others from a, uh, a movie that you might know as Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, there were also shows announced uh, like this show called Star Wars Visions, which is an anime show, which is really, mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah. Um, very different take on Star Wars. And then no logo, but the show for uh, the animated show for C3PO and R2D2 as well, um, which is a cool little adventure show that's coming for, for that, for the galaxy far, far away as well. Um, all right, gents. That there's so much to talk about here. There's so much to digest. Um, let's just... Oh, and, and I forgot to mention The Bad Batch, which we knew was coming, but we did get a trailer, which looked great. Um, and I'm sure we can bring that up as well. Uh, yes, Rachel, I did collapse at one point doing all of this stuff um, because it's absolutely just chaotic. And and also, I didn't mention, but uh, uh, Taika Waititi Star Wars as well was officially revealed and announced. And I'll throw this image up. I'll throw this image up. These are all of the logos. Um, the R2-D2 show, a droid story, which is the R2-D2 and C-3PO show. Um, but those are all of the logos and shows and movies that were announced today that are officially the Star Wars future going forward, minus the Taika Waititi Star Wars, which did have a really cool logo, by the way, if you did see it. Um, let's just open conversation, boys. What do we want to talk about first? What is it that, uh, that, that, you, that the one thing from this announcement of Star Wars that stood out to you the most? Uh, one, yeah, that's a tough question. Jeez. Uh, I mean, I want I want to say Lando, but then I want to talk about the acolyte, but then Patty Jank. Oh, I don't know. Somebody go first. Somebody. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say Hayden Christensen is back in Obi Wan. Yes. You don't understand how much I love Hayden Christensen. It's 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 ridiculously crazy. Like I I was talking with Brian about this before the show, like. I remember when I was eight and I begged my dad to take me to see Revenge of the Sith because I thought Anakin was so cool. I dressed up as Anakin like from nice. when I was a kid and just like I thought Hayden Christensen was so cool. I thought he was going to get like the biggest career. I was so sad that he didn't. And I will uh, defend his acting to this day. Like there was a movie he did called Shattered <laughs> uh -huh. and he's incredible in it. Like, no doubt. And just to see him back, it's it's a lot like when uh, they got Ahmed Best for that Jedi Temple challenge. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they did not deserve the hate that they got. Like, not to that degree. And I'm, I'm just really glad that he's back, man. And same with Ewan. Yeah. No, I I uh, totally agree with you, man. I, I'm somebody who grew up on the prequels, so regardless of the the kind of hate that they may still have today, I think people actually appreciate it a little bit more today than they did then. Um, but it will always have a you know a special place in my heart, you know. And I will I'm with you. I will defend Hayden Christensen and the performance he gave in Revenge of the Sith. 
not an easy uh, role to do, especially given the history of that character at that time, going back to the original Star Wars. So I'm, I am so looking forward to this. Um, I'm curious, though, like, I don't think we'll actually see Hayden Christensen that much. I mean, maybe, do you guys think there'll be some flashbacks, obviously? There will 100% be Clone Wars flashbacks. Okay. A thousand yeah. percent. I'm going to lose my mind seeing live-action Clone Wars outfits from them. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna bring those clone wars costumes to life man and i'm gonna lose it it's gonna be a beautiful thing for sure that, that shoulder pad from obi-wan and and just ah oh, it's gonna be so good i'm surprised you're not wearing your jacket i know i should have i should have i i totally should have but I'm, i mistakenly didn't do it um yes i know real quick i do want to bring this up because brian was able to to upload this um, here is the, the title force for Taika Waititi Star Wars. There's the logo. Um, that's what the logo looks like uh, for now. And that may change, obviously, but classic Taika fashion, very Thor Ragnarok-ish colors, uh, very different writing in Star Wars, which I totally go for. Um, yeah, I look, I mean, as much as I want to talk about, um, you know, like the Acolyte, it, it's Ahsoka. It's it, like, she's kidding. She's getting a live action Star Wars series on Disney Plus. Um, it's insane. I know some people are talking about Obi-Wan. We're going to get back to it because Jacob, who's on his way, is by far the biggest Obi-Wan fan that we know. He'll bring it up for sure. Um, but look, Ahsoka, she absolutely crushed it when we saw her in Mando. To a lot of people's surprise, um, the way they were able to capture her uh, was, was incredible in live action. Uh, Rosario, Rosario Dawson, I had said this on, on Twitter in multiple places that she wasn't playing Ahsoka. She was playing Ashley Eckstein, which is why it works so well. Um, and if she continues to do that, the character is going to totally thrive in this setting. Now, whether or not it's, it's, you know, one season, two seasons, whatever, I'm not looking like, I'm not looking ahead too much because it is, if it is just one season, I'm cool with that. Like I'm totally cool with them just doing six to eight episodes of a character and then, like they mentioned, it all coming back into Mandalorian at some point for one big event. Um, I have a feeling that event is probably Thrawn. Uh, it, it would kind of make sense in a way. And I'm going to leave that for Brian because I know he wants to talk about that probably. Um, no, not so much Thrawn right now. But it, like when I saw that Ahsoka logo, I flipped the F out. <laughs> flipped the F out, people. Um, all right, before, before Gio and Brian go, I'm going to bring on our fifth member, Mr. Jacob Bartley. He is with us. What's up, Jacob? Hey Check guys! Hey, did I miss anything exciting today? I haven't really been paying attention. <laughs> nah, not much. You've yeah, only been getting a million messages from Geo. I yeah. have my Avengers <laughs> Cup to, uh, to celebrate. Hey. Yeah, so we're just we're just simply talking about uh, Star Wars right now. Uh, Jacob, you know everything that was announced, correct? For the most part, yeah. Maybe I missed the small details, but I know all the big stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 So we're just talking about things that we're looking forward to the most out of the whole entire thing. Uh, Billy and I went. Uh, so whoever wants to go up next and bring up something, why don't you uh, go and step forward? Brian, do I, you I want to know, Jacob, did you see the Obi-Wan logo? No, I didn't know go. they were doing a... Right, hold your... Wait, here, hold here your you pants. Go. Here you go. Hold your pants. Oh, man. Look at the eye at the oh, end. Oh, that is amazing. <laughs> you want to know the, the best part? Oh, it's his full name, too. Okay, when it came, when they showed it, it came together through sand. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I, I know there was a presentation. I wanted to upload the files, but I wasn't able to do it in time. Um, and not to mention, Jacob, 
uh, Jake, you want to say that quote Kathleen Kennedy said again? Yeah. So the way she said she described the series once they announced that uh, that uh, Hayden Christian was coming back, she said, "quote This will be the battle of the century." Oh my goodness! <laughs> so wow. Vader's not just like coming in for like, a, "Hey, how you doing?" Like this is like a like a full on thing between Obi Wan and Vader. That is incredible. Like we're actually gonna see, and uh, if it's not obvious on it, no, out of all the announcements, that is the number one thing for me. Out of all, <laughs> oh, yeah. there's no question about it. And not just because I was looking forward to Obi Wan, but I mean, you, we all know how big a Star Wars fans each other are, and we all grew up on the prequels and you know the Battle of uh, at Mustafar. So <laughs> we get round two, or I guess. Yeah, round two. And I guess yeah. A New Hope was round three, I guess, now. Um, and I'm not sure if you guys talked about that, but when Vader says, last time we met, you know, you were the master, I was a learner or whatever. And he, we always said he could be referring to another time because I, you could argue that when they meet 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, that Obi-Wan maybe still has the upper hand at that point. He's not that old yet. So, yeah, I... Oh my goodness. Who would have thought? We thought this Obi-Wan series was going to be like this little, just like, you know, hermit in his cave watching over Luke. That's it. But no, it's they're going big and I love it. Uh, interesting question. And this is brought up by Molly. Yeah. Um, I was waiting for it. Padme cameo? Ooh, that's a good one. Because <laughs> if, if they go flashbacks, that's, I mean. I need a nightmare scene. Oh, you like could have your comic. Yes. Can you imagine? I'd be down like, for that. Can you imagine, like, you have Hayden Christensen in the back of the tank, and he's just, like, imagining, and then she has this, he has, like, a nightmare of, like, why didn't you save me? Like, oh, my God. I would. Well, yeah, it, it reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you guys remember the Wolverine, where he's in Japan, and mm -hmm. uh, Logan kept having those flashbacks of Jean Grey. Mm -hmm. And uh, they could definitely do something uh, like that. So Almost like a haunting, yeah. where, where she's haunting him in a way. Yeah. Why not? I mean, she's coming back for uh, Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. So. Ragnarok, Jesus. Hey, come back. Yeah, why not? Um, I could see it. Is is there a possibility we see Anakin, or not Anakin, do we see Hayden Christensen as Vader without the helmet? Yeah. I think there'll be at least a shot. Why not? I think I do think we'll get at least yeah. one shot of him. Yeah, probably. Destroy. It'll be something similar to Rebels, I think where we kind of see his mask gets broken. I'm not saying his mask is going to get broken again, but I'm, it'll be something like that. I don't think we're going to get a full headshot without any covering at all, but I think we'll get something because you don't, why bring Hayden back if you're not going to actually show him? You, He might not even do the voice. I think he will actually. I, I think he will too. Or they might get the, whoever did the uh, Rebels voice might do it too. I think it'll be, when he doesn't have his mask on, it'll be just Hayden. And when he puts the mask on, they'll do some type of, you know, mixed in with the rebel voice actor or something. Can you imagine? Think of how ruthless and violent and murderous Vader was at the end of Rogue One. That's what I was thinking of. Yep. Well, he's younger. And, and, and this point. is 10 years before that. <laughs> Because, yeah, Jacob, so so they, they said it's officially set 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that's a good spot because you don't want to be too close to it. Yeah, so it's 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 far enough away. It's, it's directly in the middle of Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. Um, and obviously we know that Deborah Chow was doing the entire series. 
And we we've seen what she can do with action. My goodness. Beautiful but choice. Putting putting Hayden Christensen back in the suit. He's able to do action scenes. How did they announce Hayden? Because I, I didn't know there was a presentation. Once I so, realized there was, so I the way it all worked, but... the way that they all of all of it worked, they they brought so Kathleen Kennedy was on screen and she's like, so Obi-Wan Kenobi, and there was a and it was essentially like a green screen behind him in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and images would pop up behind him. Yeah. And and she was like yeah, so we're so excited to have Ewan McGregor back. And then she goes, also returning Hayden Christensen. Oh a picture of him showed up. And everyone, I imagine, everywhere lost their shit. I wish I was watching that live. Uh, yeah, that's that's incredible. You'll probably will rewatch it and still lose your shit. Just oh, as yeah. Much. <laughs> I'm crying in this photo. Uh, hold on. I don't know if you can see it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, that wow. was, yes. Yeah. That's pretty much <laughs> much pictures of reaction that was uh, oh the jedi episode of mandalorian i had Great. one of those t- i had one of those today definitely <laughs> um yep. well geo geo and brian uh you guys want to bring up anything uh you know that, that star wars related that you want to talk about yeah well uh, i'll just go for me it's uh patty jenkins doing rogue mm-hmm. squadron i mean proven Talent. Oh my god! I didn't even think about the score. Sorry, Gio. Oh, who's gonna do the score? No, but I, I'm I just think saying, Ludwig like, Gorenson should do all Star Wars series. Who? Ludwig Gorenson should do all the Star Wars series. Oh hell yeah! Absolutely. Can Give you that. imagine the rematch music? <laughs> Duel of Fates has to be plastered in there somewhere. It's got to be. Or oh, no, the Anakin Obi ones. The Anakin yeah. Obi one's got to be in there at some point. Isn't it Heroes? Something Heroes? Well, it's called Anakin vs. Obi-Wan. I have it it playing in my head right now. It's so um, good. Anyway, Gio, go. sorry, go ahead. No, uh, yeah, it's uh, Rogue Squadron for me. Um, Patty Jenkins, look, proven talent as far as Oscar films go, proven talent as far as blockbuster films go. Um, And with this one, uh, I love that it's a very personal story for her. You know, the story that she told about her her father uh-huh. <laughs> so true so literally true. <laughs> the second i heard i heard patty jenkins I, I literally thought of geo and uh billy i went oh my god they're losing their minds <laughs> hey i'm telling you man those those uh dc directors they could do some uh, pretty good star wars movies i'm telling you get get snyder on board um yeah. anyways yeah i'm totally looking forward to this i mean this right brian Say what? No, He's Christ. When you said uh, Snyder, I'm just like, oh, no, no, you would, you, you would admit it would look pretty awesome. Oh <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Unlike anything we've ever seen. But anyways, thank um, you. Yes. See, finally, then, somebody. And there were two. Yes, somebody who <laughs> understands me. I appreciate you, man. Uh-oh. Um, you guys start. Anyways, uh, what was I saying? Yes, Patty Jenkins. Rogue Squadron. Um, it'll be. I mean, it's unlike anything that has ever been done as far as a Star Wars feature film. I mean, this will be a lot of aerial battles. Um, you guys said uh, Top Gun. Uh, I completely agree with you, Top Gun in I space. Gun. Um, I uh, expect either Charlie Theron or Gal Gadot to be in this movie. Um, hopefully, both. Why not? Like at Theron in this movie. Oh, some bad female pilots. Wow. Jake would not be able to contain himself. Can you imagine her just being the leader of a of Rogue Squadron? Mm. <laughs> oh my god! That's honestly. I will say this. I will say this. I think that there is a possibility we see Chris Pine because he was a fighter pilot in Wonder Woman. 
That's possible yeah. too. I'd be down yeah. for that. Yeah. I could see him being a rebel type. Yep. Like, yep. I could totally see that. We're going to see a squadron of five of them. So there's going to be five big names that join this cast. <laughs> oh my it's, God. it's crazy. Yeah, Jake, I, I'm with you. This one just, I didn't even think that this kind of movie would happen. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm over yeah. here thinking, you know, hey, what's Ryan Johnson up to? You know, what's Tyka up to? But hey, they got Patty Jenkins. Is she? She's the first female director, right? For a Star Wars. Yeah, that's a thing. Not a bad, yeah, not a bad uh, name to get. Absolutely. So, uh, Rogue Squadron. The fact that no one knew either, like this was comp- not not even the concept of it. Just, I mean, no one even knew the concept of it, but like. Patty Jenkins was hiding under the cover of Wonder Woman '84 for probably so long that it it was perfect. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just did anybody see did anybody see her Twitter video that she posted? Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. yeah, that was incredible. Jacob, go back and watch it because it's a really cool video. It's only like a minute or so, but she's talking about why she's doing this film. And she reveals in the, in the clip that she's actually a do- a, the daughter of a fighter pilot. Oh, that's cool. And so she has a history with it. She grew up around the fighter pilot mentality. Um, but the key to this video is that th- there's already like a slight score implanted within the video that might play into the movie. And I, I about lost it when I heard Star Wars music. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to check that out. That. Uh, that was almost the runner-up for me. That's amazing that she's doing that. She's doing. and they've been talking about, you know, Lucasfilm got a lot of, you know, heat for not having a female Star Wars director so far, and you know, you arguably brought in the best person for the job right now. Uh, so that's I'm excited for that. Um. All right. Well, Brian, you want to talk about the acolyte? Why? Why you gotta spoil it? Because I know what you're going towards. Why you gotta spoil it? I mean, come on. Look at this thing. Oh <laughs> that my god. Looks incredible. So Jacob, do you know anything about what they said about Acolyte? Uh I know they announced this girl was doing something Star Wars a long yes. time ago. Yes. Or this woman. She's the director and, of Russian doll. Yeah, but Russian we didn't doll. know what it was. And I, I know I, I watched this actually. I turned it on as soon as they announced the Patty Jenkins thing, and I watched all the Star Wars stuff after that. And yeah, I just know it's coming from a, th- a Sith perspective during the High Republic era. No, we don't know if it's a Sith. No, we don't. We don't know. We don't. Oh, know. I thought they, they said, said that. No. Dark side. Yeah, because because they're they're actually. Oh, oh it's so far fetched. Like, well, so, you know, wait, he's he's right, but they actually already said that there actually are no Sith at this time period. So it technically well, is just a dark side user. Yeah, a dark side user. Yeah. From, that's like so, saying a Force user and a Jedi. Like you well, know, Kylo Ren, because Kylo Ren wasn't a Sith. Yeah, so yeah, a dark side user from a dark side user's perspective, which we I mean they can a be like an guy. Yeah. I, I will um, say I I have a feeling and I hope that it's a female character. No, it will be. I guarantee you it I, will I be. Hope to God it's a female character. I mean yeah. maybe she's the one that sets up Exegol. <laughs> I mean that's so far in the past though. <laughs> so do you, do you know? You think that planet was just established when Palpatine showed up? You guys get I don't know. Whatever. Hey, Jake. I, Jake, uh, throw that image back up. Uh, the logo, please, when you have a chance. That 
uh, Slash reminds me of like Kylo or Kylo Ren and what happened to his face. It's just badass. <laughs> it speaks darkness. I love it. Well, it looks like someone just took a lightsaber through it. Yes. Well, and uh, if you watch the video, that's what happened. It slashed. Yeah. As they popped the logo up, so it actually wasn't like that. The animated version slashed right through it. Um, yeah, I, I've never seen Russian Doll. I've heard incredible things about it. I've heard that it can get very dark, which is why I'm so excited. Um, when when she was brought on board uh, to do a show, they had said that it might focus on a female character, and I was heavily theorizing. They did say that, Dr. yeah. Aphra. Like I was really, really hoping it would be Doctor Afra, but I also like this idea. We're going back in the past. It's something very different. Um, it's the first version of the High Republic in live action, which we're going to see a lot of in the future. Um, and they're only taking, they're only doing one of them, not doing like three High Republic series. They're doing one of them, which is really cool. We don't know if it's just one se one season or it could be multiple seasons. Um, but the idea of an acolyte, if you know, if you know Star Wars history from canon, you know what the acolytes are and how cool they can be. And to expand on it in live action with this director, I mean, how can you not be excited about it? Like, hey, question. Do you think this was the project that uh, the Game of Thrones writers were kind of working on? No. You don't think so? I think their idea was scrapped altogether, personally. Probably, yeah. Because it seemed, it seemed like their idea and Ryan Johnson's stuff is just kind of on the back burner right now. So, Which I'm okay with. so do I get to talk about my topic yet? Or... What? We, <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. Are you done, Jake? You you just you, you took too long to talk, so I started talking. Ah, you guys cut me off. Uh, Don't even give me that shit. <laughs> too much excitement going on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I don't even know what more to say now because Jake said the whole damn thing. Uh, but yeah, I'm so. It's a good point. Well, yeah. If it's, if it's at the very end, it's a good point. God, I. I how you guys are on POV. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe even more chaos. Uh, but well, that's thanks to Billy's Billy's questions. Billy's <laughs> questions and puns. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Insert pun pun here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I'm just so freaking excited. I think more than anything that I'm, we're finally getting bad guy stuff. It doesn't always need to be good guys. Like, don't yes, their stories are good, but like, so are the bad guys. The bad guys have some of the best stories, and it doesn't always need to be a hero. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's almost amazing if you think about it. Like, how long it's taken. From Star Wars to have a bad guy centered story like that is not a comic book or a, a novel. <clears throat> there isn't one. It literally. Well, look at the comic book genre. Look, look well, it took them to do a, a bad guy solo movie, Joker, right? I mean, Billy, don't you dare say that Anakin, the whole shit. Skywalker saw. Is because well, I mean, the closest thing might be Kylo Ren, to be honest, because he's the he's the second main character in the sequels. He's so, the most but, interesting character in the sequel. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And yeah. so, but still, Ray's still the lead of that, and she's clearly sure. a hero. But yeah. Kylo Ren's the closest thing we've gotten. So I I, I do want to ask before I forget. I want to ask, 
is there because we've seen it heavily with the Mandalorian lately that they're doing something very original, but they're bringing in stuff from prequels. If you know Legends, they're tying stuff in from Legends. They're doing stuff from other canon aspects that they're connecting to the show, not heavily, but enough for us to recognize. Do you think that's a possibility with the show to where they bring something in that we may recognize but hasn't been done yet? Whereas, and I'm, I'm kind of going towards a little bit, do you think there's a possibility we can some, see someone like Darth Bane show up in the series? If it is, in fact, kind of almost setting up the Sith, say that it, like, like and there, and Molly just called it Plagueis, possibly. Plagueis is a possibility. Like, what oh, if the Acolytes, what if the Acolytes or the, the Acolyte is essentially setting up what becomes the Sith in the future? It's possible. And we see a character like a Darth Bane, or we see a character like a They don't have to Plague. stick to the Legends timeline. They can, you know, and, and they, they can they restructure however they want. Tied into the East universe, mm -hmm. it could very well happen in this case where we do see that happen sometime down the road. I mean, do Darth Plagueis have a master? Mm, Molly can't. So I, oh, yeah, I read did. that book, the Plagueis and Palpatine book, and when it starts... Yes, yes he does have a master, yes. Oh, I don't want to spoil anything, but he does have a master at the beginning of the book. He does have a master. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I just looked it up. It's a... Tenebrous. 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 Giant squid thing. But but this question on the table. I mean, do you think we could, this is like the chance for us to see a major dark side character like that? Oh, hell yes. Oh, you mean like Darth Bane or just in general? Just in general. Bane, Plagueis, whoever it is, just in general. Yes. Plagueis, yes. Bane, no. <clears throat> Bane, I think th they'll save anything Old Republic, or excuse me, yeah, Old Republic, uh, for its own shebang. I mean, High, Re High Republic is its own thing. The only thing that literally is going to connect them to anything story-wise that we've seen is Yoda. That's it. Yes. I mean, they could eventually build something into it, but as of right now, the only thing that connects High Republic to anything we know is Yoda. So they get to literally just say, fuck it. Like, let's do it this way. So, hey, I mean, Ryan, there you go. Ah, God, I'm so bad. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. They could make Darth Bane part of this if they wanted. They, they, they totally could. But I think Plagueis is more likely because it's closer to Plagueis the Skywalker saga. Yes. Makes sense. yes. And Plague obviously we know Plagueis becomes Palpatine's master and you know oh, well it hasn't been confirmed but it's heavily speculated anyway. Okay, uh, sorry Mari, he's a Bith Sith. Um <laughs> okay, so let's get to some of these others real quick because another big one that we need to talk about we haven't yet is this one, Andor. Um this is really cool. This is a really cool series. We've known about this for a while. It's kind of been, you know, sitting there, hasn't really gotten going, but now it's officially going. I'm surprised you didn't lose your mind over the this. I have lost my mind over this one, but Ahsoka comes first. The second I heard Born Identity, I went, holy shit. Dude. Oh, yeah. So Tony Gilroy, who is responsible for the, the – excuse me. Tony Gilroy is responsible for the Born Identity films, the oh. trilogy. Um, and then he obviously came in for Rogue One and did a lot of the reshoot writing uh, on that film, which is his connection. And that's why they went back to him. After sadly the uh, the American uh, uh, writer and director left the project, um, it's a spy thriller. It's a spy thriller set in the middle of what's called the dark times between New Hope and Revenge of the Sith. That twenty year gap. Um, we obviously know a little bit of history for Cassian Andor from what was revealed in Rogue One. 
Um, but we're going to see a lot of this, and it's going to kind of be the makings of the, re the rebellion in a way, and he's going to be involved in it. It's going to be very dark because we know his history. At the very beginning of Rogue One, he was killing people. Yep. Um, so he's he's a very he's, – he's an old-school spy. He is an old-school spy, um, which I'm super, super excited about. I think the, the logo is beautiful. Um, it's a gorgeous-looking logo, and I think it's going to have that – that very Rogue One feel where it's very grounded. Uh, you know, I say it a lot where they kind of, they make like a war spy movie and then just throw Star Wars over the top of it. And I kind of have a feeling that's what it's going to look like and feel like, um, which I'm super, super excited about. But the, the behind the scenes footage, it showed the Yavin base and it showed Rogue One footage claiming that we could go back there at one point, which is awesome. Yeah. I, Not to I, mention, I'm excited. Okay. No, I was going to say, I'm excited. I think, you know, the opening scene where we meet him and he has to kill another, I think it's another rebel, right? Because yes. the information he has, I think <clears throat> it's going to be dark like that. And we know K2SO's in the show, right? We know that. We're going to see how they meet. Yeah. Interesting. Which is um, interesting because they told the story in a comic already. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, oh, we've, already think, seen, we've already seen Star Wars slightly change things. Yeah. No, I, I'm cool with that. And I think Hera's going to show up in this show. Oh, I think she will. But that that would mean that possibly the whole ghost crew could show up in this show. Um, well, okay, so how depending, far, on, depending on the time at the exact same time as Jacob. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yep. I I think this makes sense because she's name dropped in Rogue One, so I think it makes sense. It it. But I, I wonder the exact timeline because she would be with unless she goes off on her own little mission, which she, she may have. Yeah, possibly. She was. She would be with the, and that would be interesting to possibly see. Do, the, do we know the exact time of the no, show? Uh, not that I know of. Maybe okay. they did announce. Who sure. knows? Maybe it's like a year before Rogue One, and um, but still, yeah. I mean, Hera would be with the Ghost Crew still. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it could be exactly. just one episode. You know, just how like Ahsoka showed up in Mandalorian. It could be one episode. Yeah, and and Hera Hera could show up so easily. She, yeah, she, it, was, it, she was always the she was a, the leader of a rebel cell that was created, and we know Cassian is involved. Um, and she seemed like in Rebels that she was kind of on the higher upside of that whole thing, so she could easily. And obviously in Rogue One, her name was dropped um, as a commander uh, or ge a general, excuse me, um, which is a big deal. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, if you're ever going to place Hera in live action, I think this is the, probably the place to do it. Yeah, or at least start her off because I mean she's been through a lot of the stuff but i mean not to mention you they dropped stellan scars guards in this with oh dude so yeah, i know oh really right? so, yeah. so great no, 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 peter sarsgaard peter sarsgaard no stellan it, it is stellan yeah. yes oh, I mean, oh and, uh, peter sarsgaard was in another different thing sorry right. yeah Sarsgaard. yeah uh and There's then <laughs> Yeah, and then you also get uh, Genevieve O'Reilly playing Mon Mothma. Yep. So nice. It's, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know this. It's twelve episodes. Yeah. Ooh, right. wow. Twelve hour movie. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. That means that they're really honed in on telling this story. Wow, I didn't realize it was twelve episodes. <laughs> oh my god. That makes yeah. sense, though. I mean, I that makes me. One. That makes me yeah. wonder if it's going to be a one-off. I think it's a one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I would, if it's if it's twelve, I yeah. think it's going to be a one. I, definitely will I tend be. to think that most of these are probably going to be one-offs. Yeah. Oh, probably. I see Rangers. Sure. I see Rangers being a one-off. I see Ahsoka being a one-off. I see Andor being a one-off. Obi Wan being a one-off. 
Um, the like acolyte, I, it depends on what we see from it. I'm acolyte sure. can go multiple seasons. I think. I think. Yeah. I think acolyte I think that's is the one go. because it's so far away from everything. Yeah. They have enough room to tell story. Um, but all the other uh, ones, Lando, uh, Lando, one season for sure. Oh, the Lando show, man. There's too much. They announced too much. Well, let's talk about it. So let's talk about Lando and, and this dope, dope logo. Love it. It reminds me of credits, and this that's why I love it. Ridiculous logo. And the music they played during it, too. Oh, my goodness. Funky. Uh, Donald Glover is returning. Um, Lando will be getting a series, and uh, there is a high possibility that we get we also get all nine right back as solo as well. Uh-huh. Um, which is awesome. Uh, Billy, thoughts on Lando, man? Uh, I just got to say, he's the smoothest guy in the galaxy. <laughs> or I, I actually thought of immediately, I was just like, hello, what do we have here? <laughs> I mean, I got I to support my fellow Billy and my mustache bro, Billy D. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, That's he's awesome, not, man. But, you know. Character. Uh, interesting. I don't. I th- I thought I heard that it was live action. Oh, yeah, please be live action. Jake, I asked you that because they started. I thought playing, I heard that it was live action because they they started doing all of their animated stuff and then put this in there. So, I'm curious. It, please be live action. They didn't yeah. say. I was watching this one. They didn't say, but I hope it's live action. I really do. I would think it would be live action. You, Donald Glover, would probably come back for a season. I'd imagine. I thought the only one that was uh, animated was uh, Visions, that anime. Yeah, that one. That one, and and in the C three PO R two D two show, yeah, I think yeah. the two animated ones, plus the Bad Batch. Oh, I went from not caring too much about Bad Batch to actually like. Did it, did everyone see Fennec Shand? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dope. Dope. Uh, um, anyway, Lando, Gio, what do you think about Lando, man? Uh, it better be live action. <laughs> um, no, I'm excited for it. You know, I've, I've been wanting to see more of uh, Donald Glover. That guy's insanely talented. Um, and I feel it like was, we haven't was, seen him since Solo. Uh, Atlanta. He did Atlanta season well, Atlanta, two. Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's it's a perfect uh, casting, and you have the chance to bring back uh, Alden Ehrenreich. Um, I wasn't the biggest uh, solo fan; I thought it was okay. But Lando, Shame. absolutely. Shame. Uh, Shame! Get him out of here! Shame! Shame! <laughs> I mean, it's no Revenge of the Sith, but it's good. Okay. Shame! But... It's the third best Star Wars movie. <laughs> I like solo. Mine was was with this all, and then everyone just turned on Brian the second. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cancel me. All right. <laughs> he removed himself, by the way, everybody. <laughs> yeah, but uh, definitely excited about this. It has to be live action. Like I, I, I want a confirmation. I want Donald Glover uh, back in there. Um, That's so true. Yes, so true. I was thinking about that. The I want him to do that throughout the whole series. A hundred percent. Oh, it's got to be a thing. It's it's mm-hmm. definitely got to be a thing. And it, it's going to be interesting where it's set. It's going to be very interesting on where it's set. If it's set before he loses the Falcon, or if it's after he loses the Falcon, mm-hmm. um, because they obviously have a lot of t- a time period that they can tell. I think it'll be after. I would think so, but before you, Empire, you also, but after Solo. 
Because in Solo, we remember uh, Kira had said that he's been retired and he doesn't do that stuff anymore. I mean, how cool would it be to see a series on him where he has the Falcon? Yeah. Oh, actually, Ooh, you're actually L3 back. You're yeah, right. You get L3 be back. So they can bring the Falcon back and L3. Duh. Yep, you're right. It's going to be before. It'd be very but interesting. No Alden, though, but we'll see. It'd be interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing more L3. I love her sassy droidness. Yeah, Phoebe yeah. Waller-Bridge kills it, man. She kills yeah. it. And I gotta watch it. I gotta watch solo again. <laughs> um, Underrated, man. All right, so let's see. I think we might have touched on everything that was Star Wars. Let me just go other than Visions, which is shocking to me that they're stepping into the anime world. Which I, I'm super excited though. I'm, super I'm not. Excited. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not. Excuse me, I have the hiccups. I'm not hating on it at all. Like a great looking logo too. I'm very, very curious to see what they do with that because that's. Ooh, that's good. Uh, because that is completely uncharted territory. I mean, they might, I mean, they might have like some little uh um <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Crimson uh, Dawn. That's Maul. Yeah. Maul. Crimson Maul. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was, I was talking about. I mean, Molly, you can let us know since Alex and uh, Sam are like best friends now on squadrons. So, but um, no, Visions, I'm very excited to see because that is something complete. I love when Star Wars does some stuff completely different because it's cool. You have a different take on stuff. I'm just excited uh, to see the way it looks and, and what kind of stories they tell, you know, that because there's obviously so much stuff they can do. But I, I'm very excited to see the way it looks because you have to be able to capture anime the right way. And if you don't, it won't. It, you just won't be able to watch it. Um, but if this is the only thing they're gonna do in this in this medium, I'm super excited to see it. Well, you know they're not gonna mess this up too because no. if you mess up an anime, like people come for you. So yeah. like it's if they they must have some big confidence in this if they're doing that. So yeah. Um, all right, gents. Well, any final thoughts on anything Star Wars? I'll go and pull the logos up one more time. Um, I'm excited for the R2D2 C3PO show. It's a cool animation show. Pumped. I like how she said uh the mischief that they get into and yeah. stuff like that. Yes. So uh, I think that it's gonna be pretty funny. Well, is Rangers of the New Republic is live action? Yes. yes. And yep. so and so Jacob, I don't okay, so I want to break this down for you. Um, so when they announced Rep uh, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. They it was directly after they were talking about the Mandalorian season three and they come back in general, and they had said that they're going to run in the same timeline, and that at one point the stories are going to collide and they're going to do a crossover event between the three shows. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh wow! So they've so been setting up <gasps> the so Battle of Mandalore, the Battle of Mandalore, the officer that keep reoccurring. He's probably going to be part of that show. I'm guessing. Uh, yes, uh, you're talking about the Asian the pilots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. The two pilots. Uh, Dave Filoni's going to be a main character. Uh, uh, I don't no. think so. he'll be in the background. I'm kidding. Yeah, but, but, the, but the other but, guy will. But Jacob, the key here is that um, Favreau and Filoni are developing both of them, Ahsoka and Rangers of the New Republic. So oh, they're in charge cool. of so all. So then of we could probably we could possibly see Ahsoka interact with Mando and Grogu again. Well, if, if, when, if a crossover event, uh, yes, yeah. for sure. And and like oh, Brian said, cool. it'll more than likely happen for the Battle of Mandalore. <laughs> yeah, oh that's, this is great. This is great. <laughs> 
Do we know anything else about Ahsoka? I mean, it's she's looking for Thrawn. We know. I mean, that has to be it. Yeah, there were no no details announced, just the logo. Um, yeah, but th- we we obviously think that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, no. Um, there's so many things to choose from, but you know, I gotta go. Anakin, uh, Hayden Christensen, Returning Man is my, this is what I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, well, not to mention, Jacob, they said they're building three more uh, volumes. Yes. For their shows. Yeah. Oh, wow. All over. They're putting one literally like on every continent, like to make sure that they are like, oh, we want to go to Australia. We're doing that. England. Okay. That's crazy. Like, yeah. So I mean, might as well, if you're going to, if you're going to commit to Disney plus stuff, you might as well, and you know they're they're also doing the Willow show. They can use the volume for Willow, um, yeah. for Lucasfilm. I mean, if if they're going to start doing stuff like that, you might as well take advantage of it. And they're not going to. I mean, they had mentioned right up top that the the event started off with them saying you expect to see ten MCU shows and ten Star Wars shows. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So man. twenty different shows might as well use the volume. Wouldn't be surprised if the Marvel side of it starts using the volume as well. Um, Speaking of, it only took us an hour to get to it. Yes. Yeah, so let's. <laughs> Everyone good on Star Wars? Rightfully so. Wait, what's our watch along? Oh, <laughs> you were here. Um, did you know what it is, or are you? I don't. You? I honestly don't. So the winner of the watch along is, in fact, Galaxy. Whoa! <laughs> My movie, nice. So yes, that'll That's, be happening next Thursday. I honestly didn't know. That's cool. yes. Next Thursday, we'll be watching Galaxy Quest, which is available on HBO Max. Make sure you join us there. Um, it won with a thirty-eight uh, percent vote on that poll. Oh, Samir, don't even never don't give up. Don't go there. That was literally the first thing Jake said after Ooh. this thing. So oh. disappointing. disappointing. Um, all right, let's go ahead and get this Marvel news, guys, because there is a lot of it, and I want to make sure we get to all of it. Um, oh, again, Marvel I'm going to run through everything real quick before we kind of get into, into anything. So, the so Kevin Feige came on. They made Second sure everybody waited. Um, they waited till the very last second to the Marvel panel. Um, and they started off with doing the stuff that we know. They started off with all of the Disney Plus shows that we know of at the moment, which is uh, they started off with a brand new trailer for WandaVision. They started off with a brand new trailer for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, then they went to a, a first trailer for Loki, which looked incredible. Um, then they went to Hawkeye and officially confirmed Haley Seinfeld, even though we've seen the photos of Haley Seinfeld. Um, yay, Jacob. You know, yay. Yes. So she's playing Kate Bishop, right? She's playing yeah. Kate Bishop. She's that is amazing. Uh, I hope they don't keep good point. Characters. Good point. Great point. I hope they don't keep characters like that outside of the films, like crossing over into the films. Because no, I, you're, I would, you're, you're definitely going to see that. I would love to see her in the movie. She deserves to be in in like theatrical releases too. Oh no no, Jacob. The announcements they made with Marvel, they are definitely combining. Yeah, you're definitely going to see them. So they started off with the four shows. We and we got trailers for three of them. Then we got the news of Hawkeye. Um, and then they went to the di- the animated series What If, where we got a brand new trailer, which looked awesome. It looked great. Um, and then they went to uh, Miss Marvel, uh, and they revealed some behind the scenes footage for Miss Marvel. Uh, and they got to we got to know the actress a little bit, who's playing her. And then they went straight to Captain Marvel two, um, which is just simply known as Captain Marvel two. Um, they released some details about that one. Uh, the main cast and that Miss Marvel will be in that movie. And they put her second oh. in, which means that she essentially could be considered wow. a star. Um, and then they can officially confirm that Tatiana, Tatiana Maslany will be, in fact, playing She-Hulk. Um, and that Tim Roth's 
Abomination will be returning. Wow. And Mark Ruffalo will, in fact, be in the series. Um, and then after she Hulk, uh, after that news, they dropped this bomb that Secret Invasion will, in fact, be a Disney Plus series. Um, and Nick Fury, so Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn will be leading that series. Uh, so we saw them last in Star uh, Spider-Man wow. from Home. So it'll essentially take up from that. And Kevin Feige said they're uh, basically taking on the invasion where the scrolls infect all of human life on earth, um, which is a big deal. Uh, and then this bomb was announced that they're doing an Ironheart series for Disney plus. Whoa. What? From yeah. Iron Man. Uh, and then it was followed by this, which is armor wars, which is really cool. And that will be starring yeah. on Cheadle. His uh -huh. war machine will be starring in that show. Uh, and we can get to that as far as what it's about. Man, you guys are announcing some of this stuff live to me. I, uh, I didn't know about Ironheart. That's and then crazy. following up the Star Wars trend, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special will be <laughs> happening. Um, only right that this is actually happening. And then it was also followed by this news that Groot uh, will be getting some shorts on Disney+. Plus. Um, and I believe it's animated. Correct me if I'm wrong. That would um, make sense. I, uh, I don't think so. Okay, we'll have to double check on that one. Someone can probably correct us in the comments as well. And then Jacob, the <laughs> oh, the big stuff. Um, Ant Man three will officially be called Quantum Medium, and that what? it is bringing back Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lee, Michael Douglas, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Catherine Newton will be playing Cassie Lang, and Jonathan Majors will be playing King the Conqueror. That is official. And then it finished up with this bomb. <laughs> That John Watts, director of the Spider-Man trilogy for the MCU, will be directing Fantastic Four. Um, Fantastic Four, the first family of Fantastic Four is officially joining the Marvel Universe. Um, and we will see that after Spider-Man 3 happens, after John Watts and finishes up his Spider-Man trilogy, he'll be jumping over and giving us a Fantastic Four in the MCU, which is big because we could see these characters before that movie actually happens, a la what they did with Captain Marvel, um, at least how they filmed her scenes before her actual movie. Um, so, yes, a lot to digest, a lot to talk about. Uh, Can Jim I add a couple things that you left out? Blade. Well, Blade. They well, just I, I, I skipped over the things that, that were no big reveals, and I know that Black Panther well, thing is probably something that you wanted to talk about, too. Oh, actually, oh, yeah. I mean, yes, obviously. Jacob, they said that they will not cast... Yeah, they're not going to be recasting. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. So I turned it on right when they, like, right when he said that, too. Um, and wait, was Kang the Conqueror confirmed for Ant-Man? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, the the major sites were reporting it, but Marvel never came out and did it? Oh, or did they didn't do it during this announcement. This was an official announcement. Not that to mention, do you know who Catherine Newton is? Uh, She was in Pokemon, right? Yes. yes. Like yeah. Pikachu? Yeah, yeah, and, and she was in Big Little Lies. Also incredible yes. and freaky. She's incredible. Oh, I, I do, I do like her. Um, wait, so they're recap? They're not having the they're girl who played her in Avengers Endgame yes. play her? Yes, which yeah. is which I, I do think is a little bit of a bummer. But maybe yeah. there's just kind of some kind well, of conflicts that barely saw her. That Kat, sucks. Kat. That sucks for that actress. <laughs> It sucks for her, but Catherine Newton is well, I'm like... Down for, I'm down for Catherine Newton. I, I like her. I, I I want her to carry the personality of the girl from the first two movies, though, if she does Oh, I'm appear. sure. Even though I know kids change when they get older, but still, like, we're never going to see that little girl again. That's Well, and, and we're, they're obviously setting up the new slash Young Avengers. That That's... They, with oh, Ironheart, Miss Marvel, so, 
Casting Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, which you know, and and they're bringing back Michelle Pfeiffer as well, and that's the logo. And um, yeah, I mean, so let let's get into it, boys. Uh, Geo, wait, also wait, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Jesus, um, the two <laughs> things that you left out. Um, we got our confirmation of uh, uh, Doctor Strange having uh, the original Doctor Strange cast. In the sequel, yeah. So, so Chibata Edgy of Four is coming back. Rachel McAdams is coming back. Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. is coming back, and then the addition of Elizabeth Olsen. Um, and then, oh, sorry. And then we're also they also said that um, I forget that I don't know the actress's name. Um, oh, excuse me. Oh, forget it. I am not going to butcher her poor first name. Um, but they are now they're going to introduce uh, Miss America, America Chavez, into that movie. Um, yeah, that, that was, that was actually reported on months ago. Yeah. Um, was, again, just another confirmation for Marvel. Yes. And then, um, and the other confirmation for Thor was that Christian Bale is playing, uh, the villain, which is, uh, Gore. His name is, uh, Gore, the God Butcher. Yeah. God Butcher. I like that. Interesting. Oh, man. So must be a comic book character, right? Or yes. Oh yeah. He's, he's one yes, of Thor's top villains. Is he no. an alien? Yes. Yes. Mm, I'm but wondering. They, but they well, could, they've done it before where they had alien characters be human. They could make him look different. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. I think that they keep him just as an alien and use his voice. Because to be honest, he that character kind of, he looks similar to uh, Ebony Maw from uh, mm. Infinity War. He actually kind of looks like a Twi'lek, um, but you're welcome, Rachel. You're welcome. Oh, 100 percent. Rachel, you can kind of look at it as like almost like a trilogy of movies. Yeah, it's kind of funny because he was like, "Yeah, Spidey Three is happening," and then he <laughs> kept. Going. And they wanted they didn't want to say a single thing nothing. about it after all this stuff that happened this week. They didn't want to say anything. Nothing. They literally went uh, whatever they did before, and they're like. And then Spidey 3 is happening. And then we're going to go. <laughs> we literally just glanced right over it. So okay. I do want to. I want to get into some. some thing. I want to get you guys' like favorites if you have them. I do want to cover them all. But I want to start with some of the ones that you're looking forward to the most. And Gio, I want to go to you first. Um, out of all the things that were announced, what, what what's kind of maybe the one or maybe two things that really pop out at you? Okay. The first one is a little bit of a concern. Um, and I'm just going to get it out of the way. Okay. So we can, uh, rave about the, the great presentation that Marvel did put, um, John Watts as the director of fantastic four. That, that doesn't, that doesn't that. make you guys nervous. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. It's amazing. Here's my, I said the same thing to Jake. We, he called me right after they must have some major effing confidence in him if he's doing Spider-Man 3 to then throw him to Fantastic Four. Because if Feige, because it, you got to think of it this way. Feige probably has only a limited amount of control with Spider-Man. Like Sony's going to make a call probably sure. and he might have to accept it. But the fact that they're taking Sony's director to put because Sony's not going to have any control over Fantastic Four and giving him his own movie, they must have some major confidence in him. Because I thought the same thing, Gio. I was like, this guy? I think it's great. 
I think it's perfect. Say that like he's a bum or something. But Gio, I want to hear your thoughts, and I have some thoughts on that too. I want to hear your thoughts, though. Okay, well, see, here's what I think. I I, I like Homecoming. You guys know this. I I like um, what was the other one? Far from Home. Although I don't agree. Even uh, people coming out the theater saying it was the best Spider-Man movie. Like uh, Spider-Man Two still holds the the uh, title for me, but. This is the first time a director is is now directing two franchises. I mean, yeah, you could say maybe the Russo brothers, but they're a directing duo. I just I have to see how good Spider-Man 3 is. Okay, if Spider-Man 3 knocks it out of the park, no question about it, I'll be all in on on John Watts. If if Spidey 3 is in fact Spider-Verse or a version of Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. I mean, look, even if Spider if the Spider-Verse aspect happens in the last 30 minutes, the film is still co-starring Doctor Strange. Like it sure. still has that's that's big. That is a big step up from these previous Spider-Man movies. And you're right. If he does like knock it out of the park to the majority of audiences, most people are gonna be like, "Oh, I do want this guy to do Fantastic Four. Like, I think it'd be incredible if he didn't. Have, and you also have to think to yourself now, well, crap. Are we gonna see Fantastic Four in Spider-Man Three? Because he is directing it. Don't start that shit. I can't Actually, handle it anymore. That was a. Hey, did, did I not say? Wasn't that like a bold prediction or something I said that Reed Richards and Sue Storm will it, have a cameo or possibly see one or two of them? Right. So uh, again, I have to see Spider-Man three to to like have full confidence, like you know that he's gonna kill it. I think it's because it's it's Fantastic Four, you know, and it's it's already been done twice and failed. That I, I really, I was into the idea of uh, God. What's his name? Uh, the guy from Quiet Place, uh, him and his wife. John Krasinski. Yeah. I was into the the idea of John Krasinski directing. It doesn't mean he can't star, though. No, no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, maybe he, uh, he might have turned it down. He said, "Look, I just want to play him. I and have fun. I don't want to direct it." I, it's sure. funny though. It's it's funny though because someone made this point to me earlier, and I don't. And, and it might, actually, it might have. I don't know who it was. It might have been someone on Twitter, and they might be in the chat. I don't know, but they said, um, they said. Marvel just waits for every other studio to fail twice, and then they take the property away from them. <laughs> Spider-Man, two franchises, Fantastic Four, two franchises, and they just swooped them up right up from underneath them. So, wait, here we go ahead. Uh, you, you call Sam Raimi Spider-Man a failure? Well, Spider-Man Three is what I was saying, referring to. Oh yeah, gotcha. uh, I was thinking of there's there's a Roger Corman Fantastic Four. If you ah, guys. That's true. So yeah, this would be technically the fourth time. <laughs> of course, it would be very true. Uh, la- last point. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Was... No, no, you can go. I was gonna say last point. The fact that John Watts is directing it. I mean, Krasinski is not confirmed or blunt, even though I like to see them. There's a there's a higher chance now that they go y- young, young Fantastic Four, which I don't I don't know if I'd be a fan of. You know, because again, the last franchise. Did that they, they had a great cast. Um, not to say it can't work, but I, I want to see Reed Richards, like you know, close to Tony Stark age, you know, and uh, maybe a little too old. I would well, say, I mean, close, you know, like, I, I like, say 30, within like 30 range. I'd say like around 30, 30 32, 35. I'd yeah. say around 30, high, high, high 20s. Um, sure, you know, like the real age of Miles Teller and all them when they actually played those characters, like the legit age. Mm-hmm. Stacy just thought exactly what I was thinking. I yeah. think I I, think, I said this. I had said this. We're going to see them because of the quantum realm. I think so. Yeah, I think well, this and is Peyton Reed did. wanted to direct Fantastic Four. Which, yeah. Gio, if they announced Peyton Reed as a director, would you feel the same way? 
I would have been upset. Uh, uh, yeah, a little bit because I mean, Jake, Jacob, you know, like <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp was was fun. I actually had fun watching it, but again, like this is Fantastic Four is important. I, I know how pissed off Army's you were about the about the 2015 version and yeah. how that let you down. And this is this is a big. Th- this is probably it's their true. most important, like. I know it's not a character solo franchise, but this is this is this could set up their next ten years, you know. So well, it's something they can't mess up. Yeah, Kevin Feige's think... not gonna let this fail. He's not. Well, that's the thing. Gotcha. I yeah. trust Kevin Feige, and for better or worse, he kind of like has a stranglehold on every director that's working. Like, meaning he has control. Like, they're not just here. Go do whatever you want. He has control over what they're doing. So. That's a, I think that's a good thing because he's able to control the environment. So I'm okay with it. But I I kind of felt similar to you, Gio, because I love Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man uh, Homecoming is my favorite Spider-Man film, and Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. Uh-huh. I Spider-Man Far From Home, I loved it when I first saw it, but every time I watch it, I like it less and less. And I don't – I just – that's just the truth. So I'm – on the fence about John Watts directing Fantastic Four, but the bottom line to me is, like I said, I trust Kevin Feige, and he did this for a reason. He he hasn't let me down yet. I mean, there's been a few questionable films early on in the MCU, but since then, he hasn't let me down. So that's where I'm looking at it. Billy, let, let me. I want to get your thoughts, man. What, what's the one Marvel news that like pops out at you the most? <sighs> I mean, there's a, there's a ton of news. Just like, yes, super excited for, and um, oh no, Geo. Um, <laughs> if I have to pick one, I mean, we already talked about Fantastic Four, which I actively screamed when <laughs> I did. Um, I think the one that I'm interested in the most is Loki, actually. Just because that trailer for sure. So, it looks so different than what I was expecting it to be. Like, I I have no idea what's gonna happen with the series. Same thing with WandaVision, actually. They both look so different and refreshing. Because Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know it's gonna be like very similar to the tone in like, you know, the Captain America movies and all that stuff, and it's gonna be awesome. But like it looks so good. It does. It looks so great. And uh, short hair Bucky. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think Loki and WandaVision for me, just because they look so absolutely different. And I thought you were going to say Loki because of Owen Wilson's stash. Yeah. And his white hair. And, so, Jacob, you haven't seen any, any of the new footage, correct? I haven't, no. I so, didn't even know there was a Loki. Shame! Shame! Everybody thinks I'm a bum. I was babysitting and doing homework at the same time, all right? Jacob, how about this? While we're talking, why don't you put yourself on mute and actually watch the Loki trailer? That's what Ooh. I... You know, I just brought it up right now. <laughs> He's watch like, the Loki trailer. Anyway. Oh, go ahead. We'll talk. So, we'll see you in a second. Um, look, I, I finally got a real sense of what WandaVision actually looks like. Like, I'm super, super excited because for the most part, up until this point, it very much looked like it was going to be a co-lead thing between her and Vision. What I got from this trailer is that it was so much her. Like, so much her. Like, like a 75-25 situation. 
And so having her be in the forefront and it all focusing around what's going on with her and how all this reality stuff is a mess. I'm super, super excited. The visuals looked incredible. Um, I cannot wait to see what it all looked like. looks like. Yes, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier looks amazing. That end scene where, where Sam is fighting up against those fighter pilots. Like, are you kidding me? It looks so good. Um, and yeah, Loki, Lo- Loki looks amazing as well. Uh, I think it looks like so much fun and different and unique from what everything else is. It's a totally different side of the universe than we know. Um, Owen Wilson looks absolutely perfect for this for this uh, this series. The white hair uh, kills me. Chances we get a wow. Oh, a thousand percent. They have to. They have to in some wow. form. In wow. some form. Um, but yeah, I all all of the Disney Plus shows at this point, I am losing my mind over. Even Hawkeye uh, with the announcement of of. Haley Seinfeld and I a lot of, I know a lot of people are saying in the chat as well what if also looks incredible uh, um, what if it's gonna uh, the, an, the animation app looks absolutely bonkers um I love the way that they're doing th- this story um also it hurts to hear Chadwick Boseman's voice behind that character um but seeing Peggy Carter and that story play out and seeing all of these other characters and their involvement zombie cap which is incredible looking um, just everything about these Disney plus MCU shows Marvel. is so exciting and the way that they're going to tie into everything. And, and yeah, I mean, just all of it, all of it is like the way that WandaVision sets up a movie, the way that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes off of these other big movies. Like it's just so exciting going forward. Yeah. You could say that it's a very good vision. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to, it's my thing. Yeah, that is your thing. I well, I, I mean, will say this. Oh, go ahead. No, that question right there. Uh, has Wanda been left alone? Is no one checking in on her? I think I'm starting to think she's going crazy. I, that's what I think's happening. That's why. Like, I think. I think. I, th- I this. I think her powers are getting to her. So do I. I think the reality of it all is getting to her. Yeah, I think some things have. I I'm starting to think that she's losing control, not on her own accord. Um, House of M situation, a hundred percent. Probably, yeah. I don't know if we'll get a full adaptation. It'll be it's very similar to Spider Verse, like how Civil War that just took like the the basic structure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And which, which for me, that's okay because it's yeah. it's playing into a larger story. Yeah, that's what a lot of people aren't getting with Spider Verse too. People are like, "Well, I want to see Spider Verse over like three movies." No, because. It's going to be just enough to where it's playing into the Spider-Verse story, but also playing into the larger MCU story. And that's kind of what I get from WandaVision, too. I, the thing that got me was when Monica Rambeau comes up and she goes, hey, what do you, who, what'd she say? I don't remember. She said, how are you? Wanda, she goes, who are you? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a twist. I did not see coming. It's like, oh, whoa. Yeah. 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 It's going to be awesome, man. It's it's so exciting cuz we have yet to see and she's been powerful. We have yet to see what her powers can really do. And her powers her. might literally just take over her and she might Exactly. And and that's where that House of M stuff comes into play. Like we could very much see where her powers and It's going to be amazing. Grin. Do you see Jacob's reaction? Yeah. Granted. <laughs> um Gio, so we were just talking about uh one Falcon, the Winter Soldier, all these shows. What are you thinking of these of these shows, man? Man, WandaVision is going to be a true mind fuck. 
like to the fullest. I, that trailer was crazy. And it's just, I, I love that they're able to just, um, you know how they wanted to kind of pay homage to like sitcoms back in the day and all that, but to use her powers to do that, that's just, just brilliant. And I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So wait, is Vision alive? We don't no. know. No. Well, but, he's not. As of right now, no, he is yes, not alive. In the MCU, he's dead. The, but right. the cool thing that we haven't talked about, but the appearance of the stone in yeah. the trailer. That, that's big. Whether or not it's a vision or whatever or not, it's actually real. But oh, yeah, Jake, that, it's a vision. I, I'm sorry, Billy. Sorry. I, I was going to say. But the fact that we saw the stone is huge. Yeah. Like, what if what if she's able to manifest things? What, what mean, if she was not very stoned? Was that? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Because what if and stone? I mean, that was the stone that gave her her powers, was it not? It wasn't. Wait, yeah, it was. Wasn't it, was it was in the tesseract. Yeah, the stone that was in vision. Correct. It was in the, the scepter. The, well, oh, the scepter. Yes, scepter. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, well, no, the scepter. Well, the tesseract is the scepter one. The, no, 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 no. The tesseract no? cube. Yeah, no, the, the but the the stone in the scepter is what was the one that was envisioned. Is the mind stone? Yeah, it's the same one. So yeah. they are connected through that, which is why they're they're connected so much in life. Wait, could you I call? It it oh, I never thought about it like that. Because <laughs> this whole time I'm like, was their relationship just, yeah, really developed throughout that. the movies? Yeah, you're but, welcome. But so the you. mind stone gave Wanda her powers and was the stone that was envisioned. Yes. Yeah. So is she in love with Vision or the stone? Who knows? Oh. These are the existential questions we ask. Well, I mean, Vision brings it up in Infinity War. Is like that's why she can destroy it, is because she her powers came from it. Yeah. Yes, Stacy, uh the posters are awesome going through the decade. They're incredible. And those rips on the wall are very significant. Oh yeah. Uh, All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Billy. No, I also noticed during uh, the posters, like, you know, they would show, like, segments of, like, you know, Vivian with, like, purple and stuff. But we also saw some new stuff with Wanda. I think she's going to get a new costume. I do, like, too. It's going to be more, like, comic accurate. Yeah, probably. The, the costume, like, sitcom one where it's, like, completely like that. <laughs> I, think, I think she's totally just going to be – it's going to be, like, similar to how, um, like, you know, how Cap's – uh, outfit is very similar to the comic, but it's not a direct adaptation. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it's going to be cool. I I just can't wait, man. We I'm, got I'm, we I'm got so, so much. <laughs> we are uh, Jacob. You just watched all this, man. What thoughts? Well, I watched the Loki trailer, um, and I love it. I love it. Um, Loki is my for me is in my top five favorite MCU characters of all time, and I. I've been looking forward to this show very much when they announced all the, when they first announced that first batch of Disney plus shows, I believe it was Loki, WandaVision, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Was, was that it? Was it just those three at first? And, and a Hawkeye. Okay. And Hawkeye. Loki was the one I was looking forward to the most. And I, it's interesting. Like you don't really know, look, WandaVision is obviously the most trippy, but Loki looks pretty trippy too, because you don't really know where that's going to go. It's, I mean, they're throwing you off a little bit. Like they, he somehow becomes an agent of the TVA, obviously at one point, and but you know he always has his own agenda, 
And he says, brother Heimdall, you guys better be ready. What does that mean? And it's crazy. It seems like they're showing him. Well, and then the Bifrost sucks him up. It, yeah, it seems like they're showing him uh, like what his other alternate timeline actually, what actually really happened to him. And maybe they show him his death. And then maybe that makes him realize, damn, I really need to change my ways or something like that. I don't know. But what does that have a release date? No. It's sometime next year. Because WandaVision's in January. Falcon no. Soldier's in March. And this will come soon after. <laughs> Look, it's my most anticipated MCU. Uh, I hope they throw all this shit right in type of when the Snyder Cut stuff comes out. <laughs> you wouldn't want to do that, man, because ain't nobody gonna watch these shows, man. Ain't nobody gonna watch these shows. It's Guys, be... why can't we just watch them both? See, hey, you were I didn't start so it this time. Well, okay, you had to be so sassy and <laughs> like, hashtag sassy. I'm, I'm gonna make yeah. that a thing. I will. Uh, really that's fine. <laughs> okay, so away from away from the shows that we know of, let's get to some of the new stuff that was announced here. Um, we obviously know about Captain Marvel 2. Nothing was really announced about the movie other than that Miss Marvel will be involved. Um, and, and we obviously got a, a small, slight look at Miss Marvel. Not too much about the story, just of, of the actress that's playing her and how they got in, they, they got her involved. And that was all, all over Zoom and all that type of stuff. There was actually really cool behind-the-scenes footage of her realizing and getting to find out that she was actually cast. Um, but the big stuff here that, that we need to talk about, we have uh, Secret Invasion, which is a Disney Plus series. It'll be starring Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. We have Ironheart, which actually has a actress attached, and I will get her name here in a second. They actually cast her. Um, we have Armor Wars, which is a long-running comic book uh, that, that, that was about Tony Stark's uh, biggest fear about his armor being put in bad hands. Uh, Going to star Don Cheadle. And then these ones as well, the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. It will be directed by James Gunn. I forgot to mention that up top. Um, I am Groot, Ant-Man 3, and we talked about Fantastic Four. So uh, all of these ones that are left, guys, just thoughts on these real quick. Um, excitement. Gio, I'll start with you. Armor Wars. Please bring back Sam Rockwell. That's what I was Justin thinking. Hammer. Please. Bring back Justin Hammer, please. Yep. I thought about Iron Man too. You know what? It kind of fits with the timeline a little bit. You know, when Tony Stark said, uh, most countries five to 10 years away, Hammer 20 years away. Like it's been, <laughs> has it been 10 years since Iron Man 2? It's, it's, it's been uh, about eight years. Nine eight years. years? Yeah. So I, I love that it, it fits. Well, Jake, you oh, no, remember. No, no, it's I, 2025. I, I apologize. I apologize. Iron Man 2 came out in 2010. So it has been 10 years real time. Not to mention, don't forget this timeline's in 2023. Yes, and before we move on, I do want to say a description about it real quick, just in case nobody knows. Uh, what, what the Marvel Studios Twitter put out says, a classic Marvel story about Tony Stark's worst fear coming true. What happens when his tech falls into the wrong hands? That's the basis of the show. Um, Don Cheadle is the only name attached to this moment, uh, and maybe the wrong hands do, in fact, mean Justin Hammer. Hey, Got you're going to get the kid from Iron Man 3 as well, right? <laughs> Ty... Uh, Ty Simpkins? Ty Simpkins, yes. He's still right. acting. No. He is still acting. Maybe. Yeah. Looking forward yeah. to that one. I think Armor Wars is really cool. Yep. Um, I think it's a great idea. Personally, um, and I think Brian and I talked about this, but uh, I want to see the show. I do think Ironheart is probably too soon. Um, too soon. I would Does it need to happen? Yes. Is it too soon? Just a little bit. Yeah, I would much rather see an Armor Wars type story where Tony Stark is gone and his tech has gone into wrong hands 
then see essentially a protege take up the Iron Man name in the form of Ironheart. Um, but Iron War Armor Wars, I'm I'm stoked about because I I love Don Cheadle's James Rhodes. I want to see more of the War Machine character, um, and seeing him without Tony Stark is also very uh, very intriguing as well. Thunderbolt Rocks. Dominique Thorne is uh, really the movie. that's her name or in the in the <laughs> show. She's in. Uh, she's in. Um, if Beale Street could talk, mm. very good. Did one. they announce and the casting of Ironheart? Just yeah. her. Just no, no, just, just her. her. Yeah, just her. Yeah, interesting. But um, and she is going to be in um, one of Warner Brothers movies that they're dropping. I was going to uh, say the Ironheart was just introduced two years ago in the comics, yeah. and I was just confirming that. That's crazy. <laughs> But it's a good story. I read the first issue, and it's, it's a good story set up. So um, I agree with you guys. It is too soon. It's too soon. Here's my thing. I have confidence in that actress because she's in – I kind of looked her up a little bit. She is going to be in uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which is, I believe, a Warner Brother movie that they're dropping next year. It stars uh, – uh, what's his name from us? Daniel Kalula. Yeah, no, no, sorry, uh, the other one, the other one. Get yeah. out. And um, but guess who is a producer of that movie? Uh, wait, hold on, let me guess, let me guess. Um, uh, I'm forgetting his name. Go ahead, Ryan Coogler. Damn it, that's who I was thinking of. I can't mm. name. Damn it. Nice. So, I when I saw that, I went. Interesting. So she's that, in these she's in these small movies that require acting, which is a big deal. Yes. So I am I very excited to see Ironheart? Yes. Would I like Iron Man's legacy to kind of be dead for a little bit? Yeah, more a little longer? Yes. Let let's also keep in mind that we don't know when this is coming exactly. That is also true. This this could be four or five years down the line. I would imagine. At the very freaking earliest, 2023, because yeah, yeah. you're look 2022. You're gonna be still waiting for Moon Knight and um, She Hulk. So you got some time. Yeah, I think it's like five years away. Which okay. That's yeah, but it, if I you guess. do five years, then I'm I'm chilling. I'll say four. Probably. Yeah, I guess they wouldn't cast somebody if like it was that far away. Yeah. Actually, I mean, oh, we'll I mean, they, they cast Brie Larson two, three years in advance. They cast Mahershala Ali as Blade two, three years. Who's the actress that they cast? Her name is Dominique yeah. Thorne. Dominique. Yeah. Thorne. They cast the Dwayne Johnson six years in advance. Yeah, they cast twenty years in advance for Black Adam. Um, hey. I do want to talk about uh, I do want to talk about um, Secret Invasion because this is a big deal. This is a very very big deal because this story is huge in the comics. Um, to many, it's 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 their favorite. It's second to maybe just a few in all of Marvel comics. It's a really big big storyline, and they're going off of what happened in the post credit scene from Far From Home, where Nick Fury and Talos uh, go off into space with Sword. Um, how that comes back to Earth, we don't know yet. But the idea is that scrolls have infiltrated Earth. Um, it's a story that the second we saw the scrolls come into play with Captain Marvel, uh, that we knew was coming at some point. We knew was going to happen at some point down the line. Um, 
And essentially what's happening is that scrolls have invaded uh, almost all aspects of life for, for the humans on Earth. Um, government officials, uh, you know, possibly superheroes, big people in the world could be scrolls. And that's going to play out instead of a movie, it's going to play out in a series, which is a huge deal because it's, it can be, um, become like two movies, three movies, depending on how many episodes they tell. Um, and if they only do one season of it, but it'll have massive effects on the MCU as a whole because it'll be a trickle effect for Earth for what happens afterwards. Um, so thoughts on this, guys, because uh, not just having Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn in the show, um, but also possibly seeing other people pop up because it is in, in playing with all of Earth. Uh, what are we thinking about Secret Invasion? It's going to be freaking wild. <laughs> I thought I, it would have been the movie. Same. I, 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 think, I think that's going to get set up into a movie like very specifically because I have a feeling you can expect something from that in stage five, like secret wars stage or something. Or? No, just like, like movie, are you talking like, about like a movie set it up like a full on secret invasion type movie? Like they're, it's going to be like the groundwork because you, you don't want to just be like scrolls. I so, I could be I could see I can personally seeing the scrolls being the next big bad of 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 the next few phases and secret invasion being the final infinity war slash endgame story because that's a big deal it's it's a it's a huge deal and the yeah. scrolls are an army they're a gigantic army and we've seen so far that there's multiple versions of them there's the good kind and the bad kind the bad kind are destroying planets and races of people. And yeah. it, it could become a gigantic thing for Earth and the heroes of Earth. Like a mega scroll or something, or what is it called? Yeah, there is a mega scroll. The super yeah. scroll, and that's super a scroll. villain of Fantastic yeah. Four. So, and and it, it could become, they could easily become the next big bad of Marvel if they play it right. And I Brian, wonder though, if they do it if in a TV show up. first, though, if they're going to make it them the villains, you know? like. But, but, but again, we're, we, we're seeing the same thing with WandaVision. WandaVision could be setting up Wanda as a villain for That's the MCU. Well, I think she'll be a villain. I don't know if it'll go beyond Doctor Strange but uh, in the Multiverse of Madness, but I think she could be a villain for an Avengers film or that level of a movie. It doesn't have to be Avengers, but, but also Kang's coming too, which... That's true. Yeah, I think Kang will be play a big part in the future as well. It'll be interesting. But I don't know. Secret Invasion is interesting. Like, what's going to be the plot of the movie? Like, is it, or the plot of the show? Is it just Nick Fury and? Well, that, that those are just the two names announced. As Talos. Right. Well, um, see, that's I, why I'm I've thinking back. That's <laughs> that's why I'm thinking that sets up, and then they get all these character, all these actors and stuff. In one movie, so I'm I'm gonna and I I think I'm the only person that watched this. Maybe Billy did. I'm not sure. I'm predicting this right now. The character of Quake from Agents of Shield will be in this show. I have watched Agents of Shield. I love it. Chloe Bennett's Quake will be oh in the show. Daisy would be great. That's... She will, she will be in this show. I'm saying it right now. Ooh yeah, that, 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 that would be fitting. Right, that would be fitting. Announced. I'm saying it right now though. Agents of Shield is done. She has connections to Nick Fury because they did yeah. meet in the show. Mm -hmm. She will be in this show. It makes sense. Like it's it's in the universe. Like it literally is. I mean, yep. they don't too much go TV into movies, but I think that makes sense. She was the best part of that show from when I watched it. 
uh, well, other than Clark Gregg, but she was the best new part of the show that was introduced to the MCU. Uh, one of the best. And I, she's, she's the only superpower being, which is why I say that. Yeah, no, it makes sense. What ended up happening to Clark Gregg and what's her name? Uh, his second in command. Um, uh, Melinda May. Melina? Yeah, Melinda yeah. May. Uh, she, so she, Melinda, May, Melinda May lived. Clark Gregg's, uh, so Phil Coulson's human version actually died. Uh, he had an infection, and but he became a cybernetic being, so he lives forever, essentially. Um, yeah, well, he, he was infected because he took on the mantle of Ghost Rider. Yes. That, that um, burned yes. away the Terrigen. Geo, uh, trust me, it worked. It worked. Um, it, it does. And, and um, there's there's a there's actually a, a Shield Academy named after him. He's a professor now. He he trains young Shield agents. That's where we last saw him. And he's like a cyborg, or he's a cyborg. An LMD. That that's the version they use. But he's a cyborg. Yeah, and okay. it's weird to think that um it that started out as a joke in event where Tony Stark is like, "You have reached the life model decoy of Tony." <laughs> they actually do it in the show. Yeah, yeah. It's that's a good callback. Uh, can I digress really quick? Complete left turn. Um, did anyone else other than me just realize with this one, you're going to get a James Gunn holiday special CD? No. Like, <laughs> I, I, that's the first thing I thought about. Using. Like, the the first thing he's going to make a soundtrack for that. Wait, what's a CD? Like, yeah, what is a CD, Brian? What, what's a CD? Huh? Well, Imagine if a uh, holiday special vinyl to add to Jake's ever-growing collection. That'll probably yeah, come out. It, it's happening, Billy. I'm it's guessing happening. that's animated, no? I don't it think so. Fine addition to his collection. I, I <laughs> hope it's I hope it's live action because I want to see I want to see Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt and, and all those people actually do a holiday special. I oh, can yeah, see they, it. They said that it's gonna be shot during uh volume three, right? Yeah. I think they said it's going to come out the Christmas before Guardians 3. I think that's what they said. But it's they didn't say it. They just said they were shooting it simultaneously, simultaneously with Guardians yeah. the Galaxy. Please, Chris Hemsworth be in it. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, we know. It's, it comes out Disney Plus in 2022, Ooh. which I believe is slated before Guardians 3. Yeah, Guardians 3 is 2023. Yeah, so it comes out the Christmas before Guardians 3. Wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The MCU is going wild, man. It, going dude, wild. It, the MCU it all just broke wide open. Like it was very like kind of. It started off a little down to earth, you know. I mean, I know they're in, you know, Asgard and all that, but now it's just boom. Everything the floodgates have opened wide. Now anything can go. Anything goes. Yeah, which um, is kind of why I like uh, Secret Invasion taking place. At, and in Earth, you know, it kind of shrinks it a little bit, you know, because with Thanos, it's all getting bigger and bigger. Well, Secret yeah. Invasion is Even like, like Ant Man is going crazy, you know. It sure, yeah, you know, quantum mania. I, I still think like, well, actually, not Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man Three is getting crazy too. Nothing, Jacob. There's not a single movie going except for like, except for Black Panther Two that is going to be small scale. Black Panther Two will probably be the only one that's a little bit smaller. Um, because it's not dealing with universe-wide situations. Well, what about Falcon and Winter Soldier? I mean, compared to everything else. Yeah. That okay, that, that one as well. That one is. Okay. Well. Some of the shows will. Like She-Hulk. So She-Hulk will be pretty yeah. grounded. Yeah. Even though so my excitement 
for this whole thing was the one that I got the most excited for was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I that trailer is the one I, I'm telling you guys when Sam was flying away from those fighter pilots at the very end through that canyon. Oh my god, okay. So oh. you're not gonna, you took my Star Wars one, you're not taking this one from me. So, <laughs> uh, okay, that trailer was insane. And the fact that Feige specifically said this is a six episode movie, like. Oh, wow. It, it's it's not a this I don't even want to call it a TV show anymore. It's it's big budget action. Yeah, it's like I just thought of something that's gonna. So also, yes. so now you're okay with movie also, being split also, into chapters. I was gonna say. I was gonna, no, no. Excuse me. I, I was gonna say it's cute how Snyder wants to do four, but you know. Oh my god. We're gonna go with six. Hey, you, you that's, just that's the second time during this show that you've done yeah. that, man. See, You're I didn't like freaking Superman's gonna just crash through your wall and like laser you. Did anybody catch the the Avengers callback from Falcon in the trailer? Which mm-hmm. part? Where Bucky says we need a plan. I had a plan attack. Oh, yeah. he said that. So yeah. Bucky, we need a plan, and Falcon looks at him, and he just jumps out of the plane. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, that's a callback to Cap and Tony in Avengers One. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I missed like that because the commentary guy was talking over it. I just like how how he jumped out of the plane, almost a la exactly how uh, Captain America does it in Winter Soldier, where he's it, like, "It looks so good." It looks and Bucky's just suit, like his suit also looks amazing. I love that they're not showing him, they're not showing us uh him with the shield yet. They're kind of keeping it under wraps, which is really cool. They didn't even show US Agent. They showed the back of I know, but we saw I'm excited for that. US Agent, we yeah. We saw a little bit of Zemo. Which I love. And then, and yeah. then we saw none of uh Sharon Carter, which is uh oh, that's true. Did you guys see the did you guys see the rumor of the uh, the first script for the show? What Sharon Carter was going to become? Yeah, which I thought was weird. She was a, she was originally going to become Captain Britain. Whoa! Wow. Really? Wow! Yeah. So they scrapped that, thankfully. Um, so now she's just going to be Sharon Carter. Uh, but I love that she's involved because I think Emily Van Camp played the character awesome, and she was very very underused in how important she is to the Cap story. Obviously, big time. Very underused. My body's like crashing at this point. Um, okay, so the one the one last thing I do want to touch on is the Black Panther stuff. Um, I, yeah. I do want to kind of finish off the Marvel stuff with the Black Panther stuff before we get into some smaller stuff. And we'll wrap up here very, very soon because uh, we do have a, just a few more things to talk about. Um, but Kevin Feige did come out and, and say that um, that they will not be recasting the character. And unfortunately, that means that Black Panther T'Challa um, will no longer be in the MCU, and I think that I can all speak. I can speak for all of us saying that's probably the right call. It's the best call. Um, let his legacy live on as that character, and don't let someone else take up that mantle. Um, no details were revealed as far as what the movie is going to be about. Um, he just simply said that Ryan Coogler is hard at work writing the story, um, and the movie is still slated to come out in 2022, uh, which means they're still going forward with it. Um, so just, just thoughts on this guys, uh, you know, 
Do we think that it's going to be Shuri taking it over? Do we think something else is going to happen? Just overall thoughts on the whole Black Panther thing. Gio, I'll let you start. Yeah, I think it's uh, Shuri. I mean, you're not going to recast, so that limits your options, right? I mean, who else, as far as who we've been introduced to in the first movie, could take on, you know, the mantle? You know, um, oh, okay. I was like, what was that? Yeah, but, it's like Black Panther Cup. Yeah, I got you. That's nice. Hey. Um, yeah, Sherry. I, I think it's definitely going to be uh, Sherry. My my thing is, how are they going to address his absence? Are they going to say he's off somewhere uh, fighting or he, you know, uh, sacrificed himself or like, are they going to CGI, use some unused footage? And who knows? Um, we've seen it done very well. And so I've uh, these kind of situations handled very well um, in previous movies. So I, I think they're, they're going to handle it uh, with, uh, they're going to handle it very carefully and with a lot of, you know, love and, you know, compassion. So I'm interested to see what they do. Jacob? Yeah, I, I all for like the past couple of months, I thought they're gonna have Shiri become a version of Black Panther, like she's gonna take over the mantle. But I don't think she's gonna be. I think somehow I know the leader of Wakanda has is Black Panther. I think they're gonna find a way where she's not the ruler of Wakanda, but she's the superhero Black Panther. Because do you guys think she? would actually want to be the ruler of Wakanda. I don't think so. I think she more wants to be, uh, you know, work on her technology. So I don't know if that's possible for her to be one and not the other, but I do think regardless, I think she's going to be the main character of the, of Black Panther franchise going forward. I think they'll introduce some new characters, but it's crazy to me that they haven't moved it. They haven't changed the date considering they basically have to rewrite the script, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. But yeah, I, I wonder, like, let's say they were going to do Namor, right? Does it, Do they scrap that and do something completely different? Or do they just rewrite it so it's Shiri going up against Namor or something like that? I don't know. But I, I'm okay with what they're doing. I, I think it was very classy how they addressed it. And now the world can, like, we can start you know, the healing process of losing him. So it's, yeah, it's bittersweet, but it's, you know, it's what has to be done. Uh, Billy, what about you? Um, I think that first of all, I, I'm, I commend Feige for not recasting. It would have been very easy to do that, but I think it's very respectful and like, it would have been really inappropriate if they had recast. So I'm with Geo. Like, how are they gonna address that? Because I can't really think of a way that they're gonna do it. I'm, I'm sure they'll they'll figure out something. It's just. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, my my computer's overheating. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Uh, I'm I'm sure they'll figure out something. Um, yeah, it's really either Jury or Nakia. Honestly, and um, 
Because, like, Okoye has her own thing. Uh, I can't see her as Black Panther. And um, just whatever it is, uh, I trust Ryan Coogler to figure it out. Because he's very talented, very smart guy. And I'm I'm just happy that we're going back to the world of Wakanda at all. Like, despite, you know, the circumstance that I've been put in, this unexpected circumstance, I'm just... I'm I'm really happy that they're doing it. It's just gonna be interesting how they do. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be patient and just just wait. I I will say, and Brian, I'll I'll shoot it right to you next. But I will say that if they do in fact go the story that we think they will be with Namor, it's gonna be a, a big big bummer to not see Black Panther and Namor on screen together. Um, yeah. Brian, what about you? Yeah, I I mean, I'm. I'm of the, obviously, it's the right thing to do. I'm just more bummed that we don't get to see the story of T'Challa mm -hmm. anymore. I mean, obviously, they're making the right decision, and I'm not saying that they aren't in the slightest. I'm just disappointed and bummed that we don't get to see that story. Um, like anyone would be, uh, I mean, say it's the same thing that happened with Carrie Fisher. We didn't get to finish her actual story. So um, I, I, I am kind of from the same mind of Jacob. I have a feeling they might, they could maybe go the route of he literally just takes up the role of King and can't, doesn't want to do, doesn't want to, or can't do both. And Shuri is just doing all these things while he is ruling over. And then at some point he dies, maybe, um, Maybe, I mean, it would be kind of hard since Wakanda has like every medical technology, but maybe he, they say he had some form of cancer and they couldn't treat it. Like it kind of like almost played off as a real thing. It'd be uh, risky, but I'm, but at, in the same, in the sense of, I think that they could probably get away with passing that mantle and separating the king and the Black Panther. Um, so, because then then you, you're, I mean, you don't necessarily need to always be in the throne room for, just for someone to be Black Panther. So, like, she could go to her lab instead of going to the throne room. And we don't need to always know where his character is at all times if he's the king, because the story is going to revolve around the Black Panther. Um, so I, I have a feeling they might do something like that. Um, to what Rachel says, I would, I have a feeling that they'll think of something. Maybe there was one left saved or Nakia or excuse me, or Shuri. Um, uh, Shuri might create something off of some, I don't, who knows? Um, but yeah. I I have no doubt they'll do it in the most respectful of ways. It's just it's just a bummer that we don't get to actually see what they had planned. I mean, I guarantee this character probably was going to go on for maybe even decades. Uh -huh. Like honestly, um, and it's the same thing. I mean, with like I said, with Carrie Fisher, unfortunately. Out of control things in life happen, and you don't get to see what was going to happen. But um, 
it, it, it is it, the thing that kind of really struck me the most was when Feige was like, you can't recast someone like him. Like, look at, look at the incredible people he's played in movies. You just can't like, you literally can't do it with someone of his caliber. So yeah, it, it, it stinks, but I have, all the confidence in the world that they'll handle this in the best way they possibly can. Um, yeah. So let, let's go ahead and get to our two final, um, two final things that we're going to talk about here on the, on the episode today. I know we've gone way over time, but uh, this stuff definitely requires it. Um, we have two big things to talk about that came out outside of star Wars and Marvel. Um, and that is that uh, a new Disney Pixar film was announced that is called, Lightyear, the greatest thing ever invented. It focuses on this badass um, before he became the space ranger that we know. Look at the animation. Look at the image of this, and he will be voiced by none other than Chris Evans. Will be tackling this character. It's a movie. It's a movie. Oh, that's awesome! It is a movie. Oh, wait, Jacob, do you not know what this is about? I mean, I heard about it, but I didn't know it was. I thought it was going to be a series. So here, I'll go ahead and so. So, do you want me to tell them what they said? Um. So I have. Well, I have the tweet right here. I have the tweet right here. It says, "Here's a first look at the young test pilot that became the space ranger we all know him to be today." Lightyear launches into theaters June seventeenth, twenty twenty two, um, and then it was revealed that he would be voiced by Chris Evans, and obviously we get the logo, which is awesome, and we get the image which is awesome. The animation from the first Toy Story now is incredible. Um, and then also, uh, just just so I throw that out, throw it out there while we're talking about these two, um, this was also announced, uh, a new Indiana Jones film that would be directed by none other than James Mangold. Um, it is official. Uh, it was definitely reported on a number of months ago, but it has become official that that movie is officially in the works by Lucasfilm. And we'll, we will be seeing Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones again, there will be no one else. It will be in uh, Harrison Ford as a character. So, boys, Lightyear, Indiana Jones, two final films to talk about here on the show. What are we thinking? Brian, I will let you go first. Jacob, they're making an Indiana Jones with James Mangold. I know. I, are you okay? <laughs> are you that okay? That doubles my excitement of, of are, the movie. Are you okay, though? Like I, When I heard his name, I went, holy shit, Jacob's going <laughs> to pass out. Yeah, um, and... I mean, Jake's the biggest Indiana Jones fan on our crew. There's no doubt about that. So, uh, but I'm I'm stoked. Um, I lost my ever loving. Excuse my French. My ever loving shit when I heard the light year stuff. I jumped up and started running around screaming. And then they're like, "Oh, by the way, Chris Evans is going to voice him too." And then I, well, you're, much- yeah, I forget you're a huge Toy Story fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and it's a genius way to do it why let's tell the story of how he became the most popular toy in in why andy and them all freaked out so much when they got him it's top gun in toy story <laughs> where i'm gonna get rid of him um it's it's amazing like i don't it's almost like how did i not think of them doing something like this. Yeah, we never even like thought of this. It no never way. even crossed my mind. Like the fact that uh like let's tell the story of why Buzz Lightyear is was Buzz Lightyear. 
It's it's freaking genius. I know, and we have friends that were like, Tim Allen's not in it. I'm not in it. Like, I'm not for it. And I was like, that's not the point. You're not telling the, the story of the toy. You're telling the story of how it became such a popular toy. It's genius. Genius in the fact that you having Chris Evans do it, I, I wanted to pass out. Like, it... I'm not going to lie to you guys out of everything that was shown today. This was the thing I got the most excited about and, wow. and still am in Marvel and star Wars. I would take this. Oh, is it the same buzz wow. light year? No, different buzz, different buzz light year. Different buzz light year. Cause there's obviously thousands of them. Yeah. Like, and that's why it's a, it's a different voice. It's a different buzz light year. And honestly, it's, if you think about buzz Lightyear's voice, Chris Evans, you could already hear Chris Evans doing it. It, it works. It's perfect. It's ab genius. It's, yes. Uh, you took the word out of my mouth, Gio. And I'll stop because I'm um, gonna... Billy, should Bud Light you have a mustache? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say no to that, but in this case, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking about? Uh, man? Oh, man. I'm so excited. I'm just like, and I love Toy Story. I can quote the entire movie. Seriously. And, um, like I can, I agree with uh, Jacob that I can definitely hear Chris Evans' voice, like eventually turning into like Tim Allen's voice, and um, it's it's a great idea. Honestly, there are so much content we could spend like a week or like another two hours talking, and we still probably wouldn't get through at all. But yeah, it's it, it's a great idea just because we could. We could explore space. That like Pixar's never really done any any space movies. Wally. Just Wally. Well, yeah, just Wally. But like that was that was two thousand eight. Yeah. That was like over ten years yeah, ago. That was, that was that was it's been a while. And I'm, I'm just really I mean just imagine guys guys we're gonna we're we're gonna see Buzz Lightyear versus Zerg. That's that's what they're setting up. Oh my god, who will they get for Zerg? That's that's what they're setting up. They're setting up Buzz versus Zerg. We're actually going to see a hero versus villain story with Buzz versus Zerg. That's what I killed Brian. Like that's that's what they're setting up is is Buzz versus Zerg. But I will say, getting another Indiana Jones film is the best thing. I'm oh, so excited. The fact that it's coming from James Mangold is incredible. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Harrison Ford. If it is just one more time in the in in the in you know in, in the role, that's fine. But the fact that James Mangold is going to be doing the story, we see what he can do with story. We see what he can, he can do with action. I love that they said the director from Ford v Ferrari because that is his best film. Um, I'm really? so absolutely excited to see this movie from him. Um, Indy Five with Harrison Ford. Sign me up. Uh, Logan is his best film, by the way. But really, I will say I'm, I'm super stoked for this. J anything James Mangold does, I'm just all in a hundred thousand percent. He and the fact that he wants to do this is great to me because, like, look, Spielberg is arguably the best director of all time. I mean, he's done it all, but this excites me more than Spielberg coming back to do one. So I'm I'm all in for it. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 
Harrison Ford's his age concerns me a little bit. I'm not worried about Mangled. It's his last one. But he's he's what eighty? He's eighty. Uh, he's almost eighty. He's not already. Yes, he's seventy-eight, I believe. I'm curious to see the, their approach, given his age, on on you know what, what they'll do, what they'll have the character do. Um. Yes, and he deserves one more movie, especially after Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. He deserves a proper send off. Jason Mangold is the right guy. Let's see it. Let's see it. I'll, I'll be there in theaters Memorial Day 2023, four, two, two, 2022. Two. Okay. Yeah. And uh, as far as Lightyear goes, man, that's that's genius. That's brilliant. Man, Pixar, they're just, man, like light years ahead. Yep. It's like it's like when Rocky did the Creed spinoff. It was just like, yes, I'm getting the same vibes with this one, you know. It, and Chris Evans, of course. Come on now, that's that's awesome. Sorry to I am I'm shaking because the fact of Zer didn't even cross my mind. And you're welcome, Brian. I thought you actually passed out, Brian. <laughs> I basically did. It oh my god. I maybe we'll even see the little squeaky aliens. <clears throat> oh, you mean the uh, uh, yeah, those. the alien. That's what they're called. They're called aliens. That's it. Yeah, they they don't have names. I love those little dudes. Oh my god, Zerg! <laughs> Who could voice Zerg? Casting table. Yes. The voice of Zerg. All right, that's we that voice. Zerg. We will do Zerg. I feel like it's got to be someone that's comp that that plays well with Chris Evans. Maybe a. Uh, Robert yeah. Downey Jr. No, Hugo. No. Hugo Weaving. No. <laughs> hey, he was. Hey, I wouldn't mind that. Who voiced Zerg originally? It was a super deep voice, James Earl Jones. No. Oh, he did. Did he? Well, def. No, no. I don't. We'll definitely do a casting table on Zerg. But uh, all right, guys, I, I do want to wrap up the show because we are hitting that two-hour mark here very soon. Any final thoughts on everything that happened today with Disney? Uh, it's interesting that they uh, are sticking to theatrical uh, for a lot of their movies. Uh, those interesting stance. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, well, especially with Black Widow, right? May. To your point, Gio, the only one they said that they're sticking with is, is Black Widow. They did announce that a couple Pixar and Disney films will be doing the HBO Max model of theatrical and uh, streaming at the same time. Um, but yes, their live action stuff, it seems like they're sticking their, sticking to the guns on that one. Cool. All right. We'll see what happens. Bill, any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on here. This was great. Uh, yeah. I'm probably going to pay for it tomorrow because it's very late where I'm at. <laughs> nice very to meet you, Billy, by the way. <laughs> yeah, nice to meet you, and Jacob. Um, I hear a lot about you guys, and I try to tune in as much as possible. But, uh, no, this was, this was honestly just the best day. And... I felt like a kid, like I felt like a kid in a candy store. I don't know what to um, what to take first, but I just know it's all gonna be like it just all looks so good, and I'm really grateful to have um, the opportunity to have platform to talk about. It. So thank you, Brian. Thank you, Bill. You're always welcome. Bill. You're always welcome. <laughs> thank you. Guys. 
Uh, Jacob, what about you? Man, th this felt like just Comic-Con, like the good old days of Comic-Con we had, like when every studio used to go, like it was on that level of excitement. And Jacob, just, hold on, hold on. Bro. You realize that all of this would have been announced at Star Wars Celebration if we were yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate because we all we had tickets to go to Star Wars Celebration, and we <laughs> Anakin. Oh my good, Hayden Christensen might have been there. Yep. Ewan McGregor. Walked on stage, and everybody would be like, "What the heck is Patty Jenkins doing here?" Yeah, that would <laughs> that would have been incredible but i i always thought they should bring hayden christensen back and i i never thought they would so i'm gonna go cry later tonight thinking about it <laughs> uh stacy thank you as always for hanging thank out you, with stacy really uh you, you're definitely one of our biggest supporters brian uh thoughts final thoughts uh yeah really quickly uh before so I didn't realize the guy that's voiced Zerg has been in 16 of the 22 Pixar movies as a voice in oh, some. He'll, he'll be back as Zerg then. He'll be back. So yeah. Um, one thing. Um, no, I, I just said final thought. I didn't say one. Oh, thing. final thoughts. Oh, um, holy shit! <laughs> like I, I. Like I like my name says, to, there was a good thing that happened this year. Like this was incredible. Like it's yeah, it's just so it was so fun seeing everyone freaking out at the same time. Twitter was just insane. People just going crazy and just seeing the seeing that we can be happy at some points during this year was quite nice. So I am very very excited for the upcoming years. You weren't happy yeah. with DC fandom? <laughs> it was okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so I have two takeaways. One, Samir, you are so correct. No Tron! No Tron! How dare you? Um, so no National Treasure 3 either. What the hell? Uh, Jacob, they they did Night at the Museum, though, animated series. We got yeah. Sister Act. Um, great. Uh, so, no, no, real, real talk, real talk. Two takeaways. Uh, one, Disney finally, um, I'm relating this more so to Star Wars. It took them eight years, but they are finally doing what we want them to do. They are stepping away from the stuff that we know and they're doing very, very different things. Um, Rogue Squadron, uh, you know, uh, whether it's Ahsoka or, or, you know, the other one with the New Rebellion or the Acolyte or anything like that, um, they're doing different things with Star Wars and. Although it took them a long time, they are finally doing it, and I cannot wait to see it all. Uh, Marvel, I, I, I can never say anything, you know, about Marvel just because they always do what we want. They always, you know, whether it's so outlandish and different, um, they always seem to please us with what they're doing. So I never had anything bad to say about that. And then I just feel like Disney's finally doing it. I, I feel like they're finally getting an idea of what we really want as fans from them. Um, I will also say this, uh, and this might be some bad parting words, but. They saw the HBO Max thing and said, "That's cool, but but I'm gonna do you ten times better." And there you go. So um, Disney came out strong today. Uh, you can see the uh, the two down there. I had to say that at the very end. But uh, <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us on Apocalypse Now uh, for the past two hours. Definitely our longest episode so far. What an absolute blast we had here talking everything Disney. This is not done. 
Um, we will definitely dive into a lot more. We didn't get to Pixar very much. We didn't get to Disney, uh, Disney Animation very much or any of their original stuff as well. Um, so all of this will definitely come up here in the near future, whether it's on Apocalypse Now, Fantasy Drafts, Casting Table, whatever it may be on the channel, we will definitely be getting to it. So um, make sure you guys are chewing, uh, uh, you know, tuning into all that stuff. So Billy, again, thank you so much for hanging out with us, man. We really, really appreciate it. You're always welcome here on the show. Oh, Jesus Christ. Nice name change. Yeah. <laughs> nice name change. Um, Samir, to Rachel, to Star Wars Decode, to Stacy, Starju, and everybody in the chat. Thank you guys oh. for hanging out with us. We really, really appreciate it. But for the whole crew here, Geo, Jacob, Brian, and myself, we are Apocalypse Movies. You guys can find us on Twitter at Apocalypse Movies, all audio plat podcast platforms as well. Um, Apocalypse Now is usually at 7.30 Pacific every Tuesday and Thursday, and we go live on YouTube, so check us out there as well. Hit that subscribe button, and uh, until next Tuesday, have a good weekend, and uh, we will see you guys then.